Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for January 15th, 2020. So I'm teaching a series entitled Great Freedom. And within that, I'm talking about this new dimension of glory that we have in the New Covenant, the New Testament. So we've been looking at 2 Corinthians chapter 3 for a while. I want us to go back to 2 Corinthians chapter 3 today. The title of today's message is The Holy Spirit Brings True Freedom. The Holy Spirit gives us access to true, supernatural, everlasting freedom. Let's talk about it. So 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 7 through 11, and then verses 17 and 18. The Bible says this. The Apostle Paul said, beginning at verse 7, the old agreement that brought death was written with words on stone, but it came with a certain level of glory. In fact, the face of Moses was so bright with the glory of God, although that glory was fading away, that the people of Israel could not continue to look at his face. So surely there's a new agreement now, and this new agreement that comes from a life-giving spirit has even more glory. This is what I mean. That old agreement judged people guilty of sin, but it had glory. So surely the new agreement that makes people right with God has a much greater glory. That old agreement had glory, but it really loses its glory when you compare it to the much greater glory of the new agreement. If the agreement that was brought to an end already done, has been superseded, came with glory, then the agreement that will never end has a much greater glory. Verse 17, now the Lord is that spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Verse 18, our faces are not covered. We all show the Lord's glory, and we are being changed to be like him. And this change in us brings us more and more glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Holy Spirit. Man, I still have a lot to teach on in this passage. So what does this mean to you today? I want to focus in on the line, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. That's verse 17. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, if you're born again, the the Spirit of the Lord is inside of you. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, the Bible says, there is freedom freedom. So you have a freedom. Now, you may not know about this freedom and you will never maximize something you do not understand. If you don't have a revelation of something that God has already provided, then you won't accept it. You won't believe it. You won't walk in it. You won't receive it. And you'll miss out on something that's already yours. So let's get into it. So I have two things to share with you on this morning. And as I share these two things, I want you to really key in, focus in on what God is saying through me. Two things. Number one, here we go. The Holy Spirit makes us free but many believers don't realize it. And so if you don't know that something is already yours, if you don't know that you have a benefit, that you, you can't you know make a demand on that benefit. So here's the benefit, you're free. The Holy Spirit has already made you free. Don't know if you realize it or not, but I'm gonna tell you so that you can lay hold of what God has already provided. Think about the picture that the Apostle Paul paints for us in 2 Corinthians chapter three. Paul went to painstaking detail to compare and contrast the glory associated with the old covenant with the glory associated with the new covenant. He says there's a glory associated with the old covenant, although that covenant came to an end, although that glory fades away. And then there's a glory associated with the new covenant and this covenant will never end and this glory will never fade, right? So he's like, man, this is a better glory. And the key to this glory is the Holy Spirit. And wherever God is, the glory of God is present because you cannot disconnect God from his glory. And so guess what? The Holy Spirit is God and the Holy Spirit is inside of you. And wherever the Holy Spirit is, 
there is glory. And the text says, wherever the Holy Spirit is, there is freedom. So this glory associated with the new covenant is a, is a much greater glory, Paul said. So yeah, there was glory associated with the old covenant. And the glory was so amazing that when, when Moses came down, the people was like, whoa, I can't even look at Moses. So how much greater is the glory that's on the inside of us? Think about it. There's a glory inside of you and you are walking around with the glory of God inside of you. You are walking around with God's presence and you cannot disconnect his glory from his presence. So when you think about what's on your calendar for today, let's say you have a bunch of meetings, you have some business opportunities, you're going to be talking to people, you're going to, whatever the conversation, you're going to have conversations, etc. just realize that the glory of God is going to be with you. Now it's a matter of tapping into that. And when you realize that you have this glory on the inside of you, right? Now you, you also realize what you're free from. You are no longer bound to anything. The power of God, the glory of God is inside of you and you are already free. You are actually free, but many of us as believers don't realize it. And if you don't know that you're free, then you can't walk in your freedom. And so this year I'm teaching on it because when we realize, oh, God already provided that, now I can walk in, I can lay hold of what he has already provided. Let me say it this way. Many believers are struggling to attempt to become free from things that they have already been made free from. And so they don't recognize, they don't realize, they don't acknowledge that God has already made them free. God is not trying to do it. God is not going to do it. It's already done. So they're asking God to do something that he has already done. Okay, let me say it this way. Do you believe you're born again? If you're in Christ, do you believe you're born again? All right? You said yes. All right? So now watch this. Um, wouldn't it be foolish for you to come to God over and over again saying, please save me. Please save me. Please save me. Please. And he's like, what are you talking about? I provided salvation. You already accepted it. So it would be foolish to come asking for something that's already yours. You just need to lay hold of what's already been provided. Well, freedom is that way as well. I'm going to be teaching how we are already free. Our part is, is not to make it happen. Our part is to simply believe and receive by faith what God has already provided by grace. Your freedom has already been provided. God has made you free. You are walking around with God on the inside of you. And wherever the Holy Spirit is, the Bible says there is freedom, right? So it's time for you to walk in the freedom that God has already provided. Now you're like, well, Rick, what does that look like? What does that mean? Okay, I'm gonna deal with some of that today. I'll deal with it a little more tomorrow. Point number two, I only have two points today. The Holy Spirit makes you free from all bondage. So let's talk about that for a minute. Bondage. What is bondage? Well, I like um, the, the Noah Webster's Dictionary of the American English Language from 1828. I like to go back to that dictionary from 1828. And that dictionary says this of bondage. It says, bondage is a slavery or involuntary servitude. It is a captivity. It is imprisonment. It is restraint of a person's liberty by compulsion right? And many born-again believers are living in restraint, are captive to things that God has already made them free from. Many born-again believer, believers are living imprisoned in things that God has already delivered us from. 
And so now it's a matter of us not trying to make anything happen. It's a matter of getting a revelation of what God has already provided. And by faith, I lay hold of what God has given me by grace. And once I know something, once I know better than I ought to do better. And so once I come to the acknowledgement or realization that God has already given me something, then my job is to by faith receive it and walk in it. And your freedom has already been provided. It is not the will of God for you to be captive uh, or bound or imprisoned to anything. God has made you free. Nothing can keep you bound. Say, say, I am bound to nothing. All right. So let me talk about three things that you're free from as I, as I prepare to close. First of all, you are free from the power of sin. I don't know if you know this, but you are free from the power of sin. I struggled with sin once I was born again for a long time until I came to the realization that sin has no power over me. So I was trying to like, like, I don't know, trying to make stuff happen, trying to earn, trying to live right and trying to do right because I was trying to do it like in my power, my ability, my strength. But I didn't realize that like I'm already free. And so now I'm not saying that I, if you're born again, I'm not saying that you're going to be sinless because the Bible says if you claim to be without sin, you're lying. But I'm not saying you're going to be sinless, but you ought to sin less, right? right? So you don't live in sin because sin has no power over you. Romans 6, 6 and 7 says, we know that our, our old life was put to death on the cross with Jesus. So this happened that our sinful selves would no longer have any power over us. Then we would not be slaves to sin. We're not in bondage to sin anymore. Anyone who has died, the Bible said, has been made free from sin's control. Sin has no control over you. Sin has no power over you. Does that mean you're free to sin? Oh, grace. Oh, hold on, Rick. You're talking about grace. Does that mean grace makes you free to sin? Come on. That's ridiculous. Then obviously you haven't read the Bible. Paul says, should I continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. No, you're not. Grace doesn't make you free to sin, but grace makes you free from sin. Sin has no power over you. The Holy Spirit has made you free from sin. Say amen to that. All right. Another thing, you are free from the bondage of fear. There are many people that are not living their best lives because they're afraid. They say, oh, I'm afraid of flying. No, you're afraid of dying. That's what it is. You're not getting on that cruise and you need to get on that boat. Oh, I ain't getting on no boat. Listen, go do whatever God is calling you to do and enjoy life. You don't have to be afraid of anything. The Bible tells us in Hebrews 2 and 15 that Jesus freed all of those who have been held in slavery, in bondage all of their lives because of the fear of death. The fear of death is the mother of all fears. And once you're delivered from the fear of death, then no other fear can keep you bound. You are not a slave. You are not bound to the fear of death. Matter of fact, once you're in Christ, you're dead in Christ and you've done all the dying you are going to do. When you physically die, that day you're not really dying because you're already dead. <laughs> that day is just moving day. You just go from earth to glory, from time to eternity, from mortal to immortality, right? So that's just moving day for you. You're just mo moving from here to there and you will forever be with the Lord. So you've done all the dying you're going to do. What are you afraid of? You are free to live the life that God has called you to live and the fear of death has no power over you. And then lastly, uh, the, you are free from the pressure to perform. This is a big one because I lived under this and, and, you know, people that are very religious live under this pressure to perform. The apostle Paul taught us in Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 that we're saved by grace, not by works. 
we're saved by grace, not by what we do, because if it was about what we did, then we would have something to boast about. We have nothing to boast about. If we're going to boast, our boast has to be in him. Our boast is in the Lord because he saved us by his unearned and amazing grace, unmerited favor. And grace is a gift. You, you can't work for a gift. You can't earn a gift. All you could do with a gift is receive it right? And so Paul explained this well in Romans 11 and 6. Paul said, listen, man, it's by grace. And since it's by grace, it cannot be a matter of your good works. Otherwise, if it was about works, it would no longer be grace because grace is a gift and it cannot be earned by human effort. You cannot earn grace by human effort. Once you're born again, you're filled with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will assure you and then reassure you over and over and over again that your salvation is secure in him. You, your life is no longer about performing anymore. I'm performing to try to make it to heaven. I'm performing to earn God's goodness. No, you're free. You're free to be led of the Holy Spirit, to do whatever he leads you to do, to go wherever he tells you to go, to say whatever he tells you to say when you get there. This is how you become the man, the woman that God has called you to be. And this is how you are going to leave a mark in this world that will not easily be erased. You are free. And I want you to know it. So let's... let's um close out this message with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and speak this over your own life. Say this. Say, Father, I realize the fact that I'm free. I'm not free because of what I do or because of what I fail to do. I am free because of what Jesus did. And I am free because you placed your Holy Spirit inside of me. Your spirit brings with him your power and your glory. This is a glory that will never fade away. And this is a glory that breaks through all bondage. I am free from the bondage of sin. I am free from the debilitating power of the fear of death. And I am free from the stress associated with the pressure to perform. I am free. And I will never allow myself to be bound again. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org. There's a big subscribe button, red one. Click on it. Put in your email address there. You'll get all my notes in your email inbox for free. Walk into this day and know that Christ Jesus has made you free. God gave you the Holy Spirit, the power of God, the glory of God is on the inside of you. Now go take him into every meeting, every conversation, and all the activity you engage in today. And then do me a favor, share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, with your friends. Let's let everyone, everywhere know that Christ Jesus has made us free. I love you and God loves you. Have an amazing day. I'll see you tomorrow morning. God bless you.